Hey there, welcome to the Agents of Revival podcast. If you're ready to be healed and take full accountability of your life by evolving into your best self, then this is the podcast for you. I am your host, Andrea Griffin Rogers, and I'll share with you winning steps as well as personal tips and anecdotes on how to go from brokenness to wholeness and from scattered pieces to inner peace. So come on in and join me on this healing journey and let's become whole together. Enjoy it. Hey guys, how are you today? I pray that all is well and that this message stirs your faith, settles your heart, fills you up with God's love, grace, peace, joy, and mercy. May you get something from today's message. And so I usually ask you guys, how's that little girl or boy inside of you today? And God said, we're going to actually talk about that. So today's message, which is part of the series we've been in, which is know yourself, love yourself, then love others, is part 10. And this is called embracing your inner child. Let us pray. Spirit of the living God, we come to you right now. I just want to say thank you for allowing my brothers and my sisters to come into this moment with you and with me to just sit and be still knowing that you are God and that you will take care of all of our needs, that we don't have to worry, fret, nor be afraid about anything. We can just give it into the hands of the Father and know that if we lay it at your feet, you will pick it up and take care of it for us. Speak, Lord, your servants are listening. Help us to get back to the true version of us. Help us to tap in with our inner child, to check in on the parts of us that we neglect in the day-to-day life, God. Help your children to remember who they are. Speak, Lord, your servants are listening. This is my prayer, Heavenly Father. May I be decreased in this moment and you be increased in jesus name we pray amen all right guys so let's get into this thing about embracing your inner child i've had people um kind of mention that to me like oh you know you always say in the beginning of your podcast like how's a little girl or boy inside of you excuse me little girl or boy inside of you doing and i'm like yeah because i care and the reason why i care you know for some of you um, listening, you probably like, you don't even know me. <laughs> you right. <laughs> but in the spirit realm, in God's kingdom, we're brothers and sisters. And so I care. I also care. It's for more of a personal thing for me because I remember what it was like to go through my Job wilderness season and wondering, does anybody care? Feeling like this inner child that was just broken and shattered into a million billion zillion pieces as kids would say gazillion pieces and that was just like does anybody here everybody is going on about their own lives and what they have going on and nobody sees my pain so as i said when you guys come onto the agents of revival podcast this is your opportunity to stop be still with the father and check in with you in your heart because i care about you God cares about you. He does not want to see you suffering and struggling and barely making it and pushing through and all of these colloquialisms that we say as adults just to say we're okay or getting by when our hearts are really broken. They're not just bleeding vessels, but they're hurting. They're in pain. There are parts of us that we neglect on our journey towards adulthood that society says once you become 18, that's it. 
Stop having dreams and goals and aspirations. Stop desiring to um, live a life of adventure. Don't worry about a bucket list until you turn 50 plus. In between your 18s to 49, 50, you just need to get a regular job and work that until you get a white picket fence and a nice little home that you can call yours. And that's it. And God is like, I got so much more for you. I want more for you than you even want for yourself. If you just ask me for wisdom, ask me for the direction, then the Lord says, I will give it to you. He doesn't despise those who ask for wisdom. He wants you to ask for wisdom. You know, I mean, there's a whole book in the Bible on wisdom in Proverbs. Throw in the Ecclesiastes as well. I mean, because King Solomon wrote a lot about God's wisdom because he was the wisest man and king. Because he didn't ask for riches, even though God blessed him with riches. He didn't ask for wives or husbands or relationships. He didn't ask for influence. He didn't ask for any of those things. God was going to already give that to him. Some of those things were already destined to be his anyway, because he was the son of a king. He was a prince. So what he did ask for was, God, please give me wisdom so that I may steward well everything you're going to give me. So that I may know how to handle the people that you have around me. So that I don't drop the ball. And God gave him wisdom. God will give you wisdom if you ask for it. It says in Proverbs 4, and I'm going to read a couple verses from this. Because I love this Proverbs. Because it's a father's wise advice. God is our heavenly father. And so his wise advice says... My children, listen when your father corrects you. Pay attention and learn good judgment, for I'm giving you good guidance. Don't turn away from my instructions, for I too was once my father's son, tenderly loved as my mother's only child. My father taught me, take my words to heart, follow my commands and you will live. Get wisdom, develop good judgment, and don't forget my words or turn away from them. Don't turn your back on wisdom, for she will protect you. Love her, and she will guard you. Getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. And whatever else you do, develop good judgment. If you prize wisdom, she will make you great. Embrace her, and she will honor you. She will place a lovely wreath on your head. She will present you with a beautiful crown. My child, listen to me and do as I say, and you will have a long, good life. I will teach you wisdom's ways and lead you in straight paths. When you walk, you won't be held back. When you run, you won't stumble. Take hold of my instructions. Don't let them go. Guard them for they are the key to life. My child... Pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart, for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. I had to give you that scripture context. And we're going to talk a lot about scripture in today's message. So just sit tight, baby. Because 
God wants you to have wisdom. And why I titled this Embracing Your Inner Child, because it's like a child. When we come to the Father, we have to come to him like children, wanting to be taught, wanting to be loved, wanting to be nurtured. A child doesn't come to a parent feeling like they got it all. You know, and I and I know some of y'all be like, girl, you don't got teenagers. Okay. <laughs> well, let's go back some. Let's let's say five and under. They're not coming to you with the mentality and the attitude of I got it all. I know what I'm doing. I don't need your help. I'm smart enough. I'm mature enough. I'm big enough to take myself to the school, put myself in car, drive. You know, no. They need you. When they're hungry, they cry. They need you to feed them. When they want attention, they come and cuddle with you. Or say, mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy, or auntie, auntie, or whatever they call you, <laughs> whoever you are to them. They want to be coddled. They want to be nurtured. They want affection. They want love. They want to be embraced. God is saying the same to you today. We are his children. He wants to embrace you. But you got to come off your high horse that society teaches you to be on. Get rid of that pride. And come to your father as a child. He says in Proverbs 6. My son, obey your father's commands and don't neglect your mother's instruction. Keep their words always in your heart. Tie them around your neck. When you walk, their counsel will lead you. When you sleep, they will protect you. When you wake up, they will advise you. For their command is a lamp and their instruction a light. Their corrective discipline is the way to life. God is saying the same thing. His Bible it, or the Torah, whichever part you're reading, it's, it's it mainly is all the same. And he gives us wisdom in it. Instructions for our day-to-day -day lives. Instructions on how to love one another. Instructions on what love is and what it really looks like. Not superficial love, but what love really looks like. He is our Heavenly Father trying to lead us, but we have to want His direction. You can't think that you got it all under control. You got it on your own. You don't need any, uh, you know, you don't need any advice. You don't need any help. You know, when it comes to embracing. Uh, God and embracing your inner child I think about myself and what I went through and um, you know when I was going through my joke within the season it was pretty tough you know you guys see me talk about it all the time and even when I'm telling you guys to embrace the destruction that's another message go check it out um, on the pod wherever you're streaming this go down the list actually and check out those podcast episodes um they were under can I get a favor at the time. We changed names. That's all right. We still the same. <laughs> but, um, you know, I tell people to embrace the wilderness season if it is your wilderness season that you are in or entering into because it transforms you. I would not have the relationship that I have with the father today to be able to identify and know his voice and know his words for myself had I not went through the wilderness season. Yes, it was tough. It was brutal. It was crushing. But it also produced some good fruit out of me that I don't think I would have gotten had I not went through that. I don't think I would be who I am today had I not gone through that season. I had to learn even during that season to come to the father as a child would. 
cranky, frustrated, all of that to say, daddy, I am hurting. Daddy, I can't take it no more. Daddy, I'm, I can't do it in my own strength no more. Daddy, things are out of control. And the father loved on me and said, yes, my child, I know. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm trying to teach you. That's why I'm to give you wisdom. I'm glad you realize you can't do it no more in your own strength. You knew where you could turn. But we have to embrace that inner child in us that says, I'm hurting. I'm tired. I'm weary and well-doing. I don't feel like holding on no more. Be honest. If you can't be honest with yourself and with the father, who are you going to be honest with? Be honest with the inner child. How is that little girl or boy inside of you feeling right now? Even as I'm saying this, even as you think about all the things that you have going on in your life, really think about it and be honest with yourself. You could say it out loud, you could write it down, or you could say it privately in a silent little whisper to the Lord or in your mind. But like, what? how are you feeling? Does that little girl or boy inside of you wish they could just cry? Then cry. Go somewhere privately where it's just you and the father and cry. If that little girl or boy inside of you feels like, man, I really just want to, to travel and explore somewhere, then figure out your budget and make that happen. Stop neglecting that inner child that has a need. Because what happens when you neglect the little girl or boy inside of you, you then suppress it and then experience feelings of regression, but you also experience feelings of... Um, of no control. Basically, like you are supplementing what you really need for things you don't need. So maybe it's that inner child is sad. And instead of just dealing with your feelings and healing from whatever is making that little girl boy inside of you sad, you then instead go turn to a bottle of alcohol. You go turn to the football game. You go turn to weed. You go turn to uh, cookies and cakes and pies and oh my. You, you turn to whatever you think will fill that void. But the problem is all those things, even sex, all those things, they, they peak your serotonin for a moment. It's a high temporarily. And then when that high goes, you're right back down to that feeling. Because you cannot run from the little girl boy inside of you that is screaming, I need help. I need attention. I need you to stop being strong for a moment and check on me. So many times I've been hearing, especially lately, culture talking about this strong woman, strong man. Check on your strong friends. God never asked you to be strong. He says in 2 Corinthians 12, my grace is sufficient for my power works best in weakness. Where we are weak, he is strong. But you got to get to that point in yourself where you realize your limitations. And I talk about that in another podcast episode. So go check that out. Know your limitations. But you also need to realize where you stop and God starts. But if you are just going, going, going and you don't never stop, God can't start. God's waiting to be tagged in. He's the best player you got on your team. But if you are unwilling to tag in your best player and you figure you're going to just keep trying to shoot the three-pointers on your own and you keep bouncing the ball off the backboard and not making it in, baby, you're lacking. You're missing the shots. You could do so much better if you just get yourself 
off of your high horse and decide that, you know what? I'm tired. I've been playing all these different quarters. I'm tired now. I'm a little weary. My knees hurt. They've been running for too long. I'm out of breath. I need to tag in my best teammate. And that's God. Tag in that Holy Spirit. He's the helper. He's advocating to you through this message to say, embrace your inner child. Stop running from it. Stop filling your days up with stuff that you feel like are just so much more important. And stop and take care of you. Because what's going to happen is you're going to continue running until you can't run no more. You're going to continue running on E. And it should not take for you to have a heart attack, for you to get a stroke, for you to have a... You know, COVID-19 or, or pneumonia or something severe happened to you, cancer or whatnot, for you to finally say, let me stop. Or dare I say for somebody to die in your family to get your attention, for you to wake up and say, let me embrace me. I got to take care of me first. I can't keep pouring from an empty cup. I can't keep running on fumes any longer. My car is stalling because it needs attention. It needs mechanical work. It needs to go back to the auto body shop, which is heaven, to the father to be repaired. You can't do it on your own. If you could, you wouldn't be so overwhelmed. You wouldn't be so stressed out. You wouldn't be so tired. You wouldn't be so weary and well-doing. God is saying for you today, embrace that inner child. I am trying to get help to you. I know what you don't know. Not only does God see up ahead, but also the Holy Spirit speaks to the father and moans and groans that we can't even articulate. So what that means is sometimes when we don't even know what to pray, the Holy Spirit prays on our behalf. And so God is saying, I know what you need. Come to the father. Come to me, all who are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. But you got to let the father teach you. You got to be willing to lay your bags at his altar. You cannot continue carrying the weight you're carrying any longer. And I'm not talking about um, external bodily things. I'm talking about you got a whole duffel bag of past things that you went through. You got a whole three luggage suitcase filled of your current situations and problems and issues. Then you also got a travel bag that goes on the airplane with you. Then you also got some shopping bags that you want to also bring. And then you also got some extra hats on your head. And then you also got a backpack that you're taking. And you're not exhausting that sounds just saying that. <laughs> like, I'm exhausted saying it, child. So I'm exhausted saying that you got to be exhausted listening to it. And more importantly, you got to be exhausted carrying it. At what point do you stop and say, here I am, Lord, I surrender it all. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. That's not talking about adulthood to childrenhood. It's talking about your faith. It's talking about meat and milk stage faith. Milk stage faith is baby faith. It's childlike faith. Where you don't know how to trust in the father. But you at least have enough trust to know that when you hungry, he'll feed you. When you thirsty, he'll give you something to drink. When you need your diaper change, he'll change it. When you need a nap time, he'll put you in for sleep. For rest. And I'm not talking about dirt rest. I'm talking about like just put you to sleep for a couple hours and then wake you back up. 
We have to think of our Heavenly Father in the same way that we think of our best parent. And why I say best parent and not our mothers and fathers? Because I know some of you out there may not have had that relationship with your mother or your father. But you might have had that with an auntie, an uncle, a grandparent, a neighbor, a, a um, social worker, a foster parent, an adoptive parent. You had a godparent. You had somebody that was in your life. Maybe it was even an older brother or sister that was old enough to take care of you. You know, but you had somebody. God made sure that there was a remnant there left over to nurture you, to care about you, to coddle you. To kiss your boo-boo when you fell. God wants to be the same way. But we got to stop trying to be strong in our own strength. We got to stop thinking that we can just wait until summertime for a vacation and that's it. God says, if you seek first my kingdom and live righteously, I will give everything to you, including rest. You will be able to operate from a place of rest every single day. See, I don't get on here and talk to you guys because I got all the time in the world or because I don't. Um, because I've rested for days and weeks and hours on end. My days are filled up. But the difference is, and what I mean by filled up is, as I talked about before, let me do a disclaimer for people that might be like, girl, hold on, I got you. I got you, Sally Mae, I got you. <laughs> what I mean by that is, I prioritize what God wants me to do for today and tomorrow and, the, and so forth and so on. Whatever day he wakes me up. I may have my schedule that I have chosen to write down for myself of things that I want to do that day. But I don't start my day without spending time with the Father. In me spending time with the Father, I pray to him, Lord, what is your will and not my will for today? And give me the peace and the grace to get done whatever you want me to get done today and to be at peace at whatever I'm not able to get done. Knowing that you will make sure there's time to get it done if it's that important. So, my days are full of whatever God wants me to do that day. Whatever he has ordained and assigned for my agenda that day. But I have his grace. I have his rest that gives me the strength I need to get through. Because if it was in my own strength, baby, I would be tired. I would be like, no, mm -mm, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't. I'm too exhausted. I'm in too much pain. I'm this, I'm that. I don't feel that way. I told you guys before, you know, the doctors told me, and diagnosed me with fibromyalgia in 2019. That's not what God says. God says that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. God says that by his stripes I am healed. He was wounded so that I, be made, that I may be made whole as it says in Isaiah 53. So that's the truth I claim. I don't claim what the doctors say. I don't care if you say I have this debilitating pain. No. And you know why? Because it's about God's truth and not their truth. And you know what? <laughs> because I claim God's truth. I don't feel the pain. I'm able to get through my day. And even when the enemy tries to attack me with a little inch or a squinch or a squelch of pain, I immediately respond with God's word. And if there's times where it's like, okay, God says, you know what? Take some Tylenol. Then, okay, I'll take some Tylenol. But that doesn't stop me. And it's not that I'm pushing through. It's because his grace is sufficient. So even in a moment of weakness where God says, okay, it's okay. It's okay to take Tylenol right now. I'll take the Tylenol, but he still will give me the grace to finish up what I'm doing. And then he'll say to me, rest now. Work is done. And it don't matter if I'm like, well, I kind of feel a little bit more energized. I listen to my father. I embrace my inner child. 
And so my daddy is telling me to rest, <laughs> baby, then I rest. I do what my father tells me to do. And he's saying the same thing for you today. You have got to embrace your inner child. You cannot keep neglecting it any longer. There are too many people. First of all, this world is getting crazy and crazy every day. But we know by faith, God tells us, Jesus warns us about that in Matthew. He already foretold what was going to happen. So we could stand in faith and know that everything is under control. God is not surprised at what's going on. But with so many people being weary, so many people committing suicide, so many people um, having heart attacks and strokes. I mean, this year alone, my God, I've had several people reach out to me and tell me they had a heart attack or a stroke or they were really depressed and felt suicidal. And all of those things are, yes, on one hand, attacks from the enemy to try to defeat you so you can't get to your promised land, but also wake up calls from the father that's saying, I need you to stop going, doing, being, moving, and rest in me. I need you to touch base with me and stop thinking that you got it under control. Stop thinking that you don't need my help. God says my grace works best in weakness. My power is made perfect in your weaknesses. Stop trying to be strong because it's tr trending on social media and says be strong. God is saying embrace your weaknesses and give it to me so that I can give you strength. Real strength that comes from power. Not by might, but by the spirit, says the Lord, is where you get your work done, is where you get your strength from. It's not by might, not by force, not by your own power. It is by the power of the Holy Spirit. The person who is joined to the Lord is one with the Spirit. That inner child is what's joined to the Father. You got to tap back into that inner child. It's one of the reasons why you have so many cynical Christians out here that don't believe in miracles anymore. That feel like they need signs and wonders from God. And even when they see a miracle, they still don't believe it. Because you've become so cynical in your adulthood life because of culture and society and, and just what you've experienced. That you stop believing like your inner child that says, keep hope alive. That says anything is possible. That says every day holds the possibility of a miracle. You got to get back to that little girl or boy inside of you. You've got to tap in to you. It says in Mark 8, 34 to 38, then calling to the crowd to join his disciples. He said, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake and for the sake of the good news, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my message in these adulterous and sinful days, the son of man, Jesus will be ashamed of that person when he returns in the glory of his father with the holy angels. God is saying to you today, you have to give up your way. 
Embrace that inner child that is willing to be given instructions, willing to be given guidance, willing to go to the father and say, please, what, what do I need to do? What's the next step, daddy? This is too hard. Can you help me? This is too heavy. Can you hold this for me? I'm too weak. Can you carry me? You got to get back to the father. Stop being this strong person. And embrace your weaknesses. Embrace your inner child. That's where your soul is. Your soul is crying out for Jesus. How long will you neglect it? How long will you keep putting you on the back burner? Does it need to end in death? Does it need to end in sickness for you? Does it need to end in suffering for you to put you first? For you to check in and see about you, your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health, your spiritual health. What does it take before you stop running from you and embrace your inner child? Think about these things. Write it down and pray on it. And so I pray this message stirs your faith and gives you some things to think about, gives you some work to do on yourself turns you closer to the father because that's what he's trying to do he's trying to draw you into him he's beckoning to you wisdom is calling out to you will you listen will you answer will you say father here i am as so may the lord bless you and protect you may the lord smile on you and be gracious to you may the lord show you his favor and give you his shalom give you his peace I want to thank you for listening to the Agents of Revival podcast. You can find, like, and follow me on Instagram at Official Agents of Revival or subscribe to my YouTube channel at Andrea Griffin Rogers. That's where I give extended content. Also, we're just starting this new venture while new opportunities will come and help us continue to grow. Your charitable donations and contributions helps keep this podcast going. Here are some ways in which you can give or sow into this ministry. You can click on the links in the description. Or you can download either the Cash app or the Venmo app. If you have the Cash app, you can find me at Andrea G's. That's A-N-D as in dog, R-E-A, G-E-E-S as in Sam. Or if you have the Venmo app, you can find me at Andrea Griffin Rogers. That's A-N-D-R-E-A-G-R-I-F-F as in Frank, I-N as in Nancy, R-O-G-E-R-S. Again, Cash app at Andrea G's. Venmo app at Andrea Griffin Rogers. Thank you for your donations and support. Take care. God bless. And remember to embrace your inner child.